you found the worship hangover we're all about telling the stories of people who live and breathe ministry no matter the size of their congregation today we talk with jake i first met jake when he was touring as an up-and-coming rapper with a passion of pointing teens towards jesus fast forward a few years and jake is on staff at a rapidly growing congregation in joliet illinois he has quite a story Welcome to the Worship Hangover. I'm Zach. I'm Dallas. And this is? I'm Jake. Thanks for joining us, yeah. Jake. Yeah. So Jake, you are a discipleship pastor uh, at Crossroads of Joliet, right? Yes, sir. All right. Tell us about yourself a little bit. Like, what does that mean, discipleship pastor? I get that question a lot. <laughs> so the easy way of explaining it, or the way I, I try to explain it is, as the discipleship minister, I help our people connect with each other okay. through our community groups or small groups, life groups, whatever you call them. And then I help our- We call our, them family groups. Family groups in our place, see? see? Um, and then I help our people connect with our community okay. by putting together our outreach uh, events. Okay. Right. So you're the community pastor. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so let's take just a minute and um, how did you get to this place? Like from, from I grew up in this joint to I'm a pastor. I'm now. a pastor at at Crossroads. Take us on that journey. Oh man, uh, I'll give you the shortest need, version possible. We need to pack a okay. lunch. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I grew up in a a pretty crazy environment. Okay. Uh, but I grew up here in Joliet. Um, born and raised in Joliet. Uh, my parents were both uh, drug addicts. My dad was a gangbanger, and I was heading down yeah. the exact same path. Uh, I was selling drugs in junior high and yeah. running with gangbangers. And I mean, I had a cousin, like, there were three cousins. We were all really close. Uh, and then a best friend of mine, a best friend of mine shot and killed his father. Uh, a few weeks later, my cousin got shot three times. Wow. And then shortly after that, my older cousin uh, was arrested wow. um, for multiple homicides. Wow. So, like, yeah. 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 All right. Um, and this is great positive influence. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, things things in my life was pretty pretty crazy, and it was sort of falling apart. And I started realizing, like, okay, if something doesn't change, yeah, I'm gonna end up like one of them. Yeah. Uh, and my my older brother, uh, we were raised together for the first few years of our life, and then. I was put in foster care, and that's when me and my, my siblings got separated. Uh, but he lived on the other side of town. Wow. Uh, and so I went to go visit him. It happened to be Easter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, you know, I'm getting ready to leave, but um, you should come to church with me sometime. Yeah. Uh, so he ended up getting me a job. And I, I didn't fully realize what was happening then, but he set up my schedule. Yeah. So that I would work on the days they had youth group. Oh, nice. And on the days that it was church. Nice. So I would, he was my ride. So I would go uh -huh. work and then he would take me to church. Genius. Uh, so he kind of, he kind of, yeah, he, 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 he kind of roped me in. Uh, uh -huh. And at first I was pretty skeptical of it. Uh-huh. Uh, Cause I, I had uh, one other brief experience with church and it was not great. Yeah. Uh, but I started going to this church and I was like, hey, this is not so bad. Like yeah. we're playing dodgeball. The youth pastor is really cool. Yeah. And he was into pro wrestling. Now, where was this at? Uh, this was uh, at a church called Maple Lawn. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Um, yeah. So full circle. Yeah. Um, so he was into wrestling. I was into wrestling. So okay. we kind of hit it off. And when he would teach, I'm like, oh, this this kind of makes sense. Uh, and so I just kept going. Yeah. I wasn't really sure like if I believed everything he was saying, yeah. but I'm like, you know, there's I have friends here. It's it's pretty cool. You know, they have lock-ins and do different events. Uh, but if you fast forward over the course of about a year and a half, eventually I, I was put in a position where I was forced to ask the question, why? Yep. Which is every every pastor's dream. Yep. Like, okay, well, well, why are you doing this? Why mm-hmm. do you care? Uh, and I asked him, you know, why? And he looked at me like, like I was stupid. He's yeah. like, this is what Christians do. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not an anomaly. This is what we're supposed to do. So I said, okay, if this is it. I'm in. Sign me up. Right. Yep. So I, I became right. a Christian. Uh, my senior year, uh, he asked me if I would um, teach cool. on every fifth Sunday when there's five Sundays in the yeah. month. Right. Yeah. They would have like the youth mm-hmm. sing songs and give communion meditation. And so he goes, I want you to help me teach. Yeah. So I did it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I want to do this. Okay. So I, I called him over because I was like, I think I, think I want to do this. So he sat me down. He's like, well, you know, this is kind of what the process looks like. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I wasn't planning on going to college. Uh, yeah. I, was, he, I was like, you went to school for this? This is your job? He's like, yeah, this is my... I thought he was just like... Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so, again, you know, student pastor. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many kids walk up to me and they're like, so what's your job? What do you do? Like, like where do you work? This, like, this is what I do. I am right here. There's, there's a reason they call that my office. Yeah, right? Anyway, proceed. Yeah, I, I mean, I was just like, all yeah. I thought he was like flipping tires or working in the warehouse. I didn't know what he did, but I had no clue that he went to school, that yeah. this was his yeah. job. Uh, so he was, well, actually one of uh, our other students is getting ready to go visit Lincoln Christian College, University. Yeah. Um, uh, who, Roland Nightingale. Oh, yeah. yeah, one, yeah, yeah. one of my best friends. Uh, he wasn't at the time, but he goes like, he's, he's going to school there in the fall. Uh, you should come and visit. Cool. I went down to visit. Yep. Rolled in school. Uh, a few weeks later, I was in Bible college. Wow. So went to Bible college. While I was in Bible college, I uh, did a part-time weekend ministry in Chicago. So, so okay, I want to I want to jump yeah, in on this ahead. one because I I was also raised I was raised in a house that was not a practicing Christian home, mm-hmm. so I didn't have a lot of church experience before Bible college. And uh, so I went to Bible college, never read the Bible, didn't really know anything. How was that for you? It was it was brutal, over, right? overwhelming. Like I, I joke and I, I tell people like yeah. I didn't understand the Bible. Like I, I didn't understand no. even how it was put together. No. Like my youth pastor says, uh, hey, are you reading your Bible? Yeah. No, why not? I don't have a Bible. So he hands me a pocket Bible. Yeah. And so he goes, read it. So I Okay, I've never read the Bible, so I started reading Matthew. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. Like, there's this guy, Jesus. He calls some friends. They yeah. do some miracles. Uh, oh, he died. Yeah. That's crazy. He comes back to life. I'm like, I get through Matthew, I get to Mark. Like, Whoa. Yeah. He's a baby again. This is weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so by the time I get to Luke, I'm like, well, I don't need to read the rest of it. It's just the same story yeah, over and over again. Is it like and, you know, 66 books of this? So he, he laughed. He laughed, and he explained how the Bible said. So, and I got my first full Bible yeah. when I enrolled in Bible college. Awesome. Oh, like, wow. So awesome. it was very overwhelming. And luckily, uh, my uh, the intro to the Bible teacher and the yeah. basic Christian beliefs teacher uh, was very patient. Cool. And, like, he kind of mentored me. Yeah. And, 
pulled me aside out of class because he kind of saw that yeah. a lot of the other students were like pastor's kids or had grown up in the church. Yeah. He's like, clearly you're like a fish out of water here. And he, he was great. See, and I didn't get that. So I, I was like, I went to Ozark um, and uh, it was like Bible Bowl kids, like, yeah. like homeschooled mm-hmm. ultra Christians, um, you know, and things like that. And then it's like me. And I'm going, I don't have, like, we go into Old Testament history class. I have no, yeah, no, no thing, right? Yeah. You know, nothing to do. I'd heard Nehemiah a lot because the church my parents ended up going to that ultimately led me probably, probably to ministry. That pastor loved the book of Nehemiah, probably preached out of Nehemiah once a year. Okay. Right? You know, and so, and so I knew that. And I'm like, I just, I have no idea like at all of what to do and so I'm like I'm like just above academic probation uh, <laughs> you, you know my first my first year of Bible college yep. and it just slowly yeah. gets better but I think it's important uh, the reason I ask that question is some of the people who are going to watch this uh, or listen to this are people who aren't in ministry and aren't that well versed in scripture and it's good for them to know that your church's leaders like a lot of us came from there right yeah. the people 100%. you the people you look at and say oh man you're so knowledgeable it's like, yeah, we had to do the grunt work too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, sorry. Continue. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, that's I, I. I get to do as the discipleship minister. Yeah, I get to talk to people as they're like beginning their journey and wanting to yeah. to get baptized and get more involved. And so, like, I share a little bit of my own story. Like, look, I was where you were. Yeah. not that yeah. long ago. Um, so yeah, I I, I uh, had a weekend ministry in Chicago, so I would commute. Yeah. Uh, from, from Lincoln to Chicago, three hours one yeah, way. Yeah, that's a long drive. Yeah, um, and so, but that was great. South side, north side, um, east side. Okay, technically, it's really like the southeast side, like the okay. Stony Island area. Okay, um, people are like east side is in Lake. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's really the you mean downtown? Side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I did that for a long time. Yeah. Loved that church. It was a bilingual church, uh, and they let me preach. Yeah because they would have English service and like nine people would come downstairs mm-hmm. to hear me preach in English. Uh, but they were very gracious yeah. and I got to learn and make lots of mistakes. Yeah. Uh, so it was a great place for me. Yeah. And then uh, when I was supposed to do my college internship, I was going to do it with my uh, youth minister. Yeah. Because the church he was at had closed down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was planning a church in Northwest I Indiana. love that sneaky <laughs> smile. Like, you know what's coming. Uh, <laughs> So he planted a church in, in Northwest Indiana. I was yeah. supposed to do my internship with him. Uh, unfortunately, at uh, 32, uh, he was diagnosed with uh, stage four colon cancer uh, shortly after launching the church. Mm-hmm. And the week before I was supposed to start my internship, uh, he passed away. Oh. I still did my internship with the church. Uh, his father took over. Uh, and then after my internship, uh, I ended up getting hired on there wow. at Impact Christian Church in Maryville, Indiana. Uh-huh. And I was there for about five years. I didn't real. I never put that together that he was your youth pastor mm-hmm. until this very minute. Yeah. Okay. So um, while that process was happening, mm-hmm. the church that had closed down. Yeah. Uh, it was a little little church called Maple Lawn closed down and handed their assets over yeah. so that a new church could start in Joliet yeah. called. Crossroads Christian Church. Where are we right now? Oh, we're at Crossroads Christian Church. Yeah. Where do you work right now? Uh, Crossroads Christian okay. Church. Yeah. 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 So that's how it all kind of comes yeah. full circle. Uh, so when you ask to yeah. kind of share how I, I was like, oh, yeah, well, you guys I started got some time. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, and even when I was in college while I was commuting, yeah. uh, my one of my roommates 
who was also went to youth group with me, Mike Shunga, yeah, was the youth pastor at Crossroads. Really? So he would help me on Friday night. We had youth yeah. group in Chicago, and then I would help him Sunday night oh, wow. at the highway. Oh wow! And then wow. when he went okay. on his internship, they hired Seth. Oh. Uh, they hired Seth to be the student pastor. Okay. And okay. now, now I'm helping Seth at the highway. Okay. That's crazy. That's uh, crazy. But now yes. I'm on staff here. So I moved here right after they hired Seth. Okay. So uh-huh. yeah. Okay. All right. That makes yeah. total sense. So we were just talking about like how we met. Yeah. Like, okay. Real short story. Jake was leading the week of camp, and his codeine yeah. had kind of drop the ball when it comes to finding somebody to lead worship for the week of that junior high camp. Yeah. Um, and I, I had just gotten hired on at FCC Wilmington. Yeah. And the previous youth pastor was like, we have kids signed up to go to this camp. You should go to this camp with them. All right, I'm going to go. Um, I walked in to the, the main room of camp. I was like, hey, my name's Zach. And Jake introduces himself. It's like, hey, I'm here for the week. I'm a youth pastor. How can I help? He's like, you don't happen to lead worship, do you? I was like, actually, I yeah, I do. He's like, do you have your guitar? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and I'm starting to get suspicious. And he's like, you want to lead worship for the week? I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Sure I do. <laughs> so yeah, we were talking about that. We went to lunch a few minutes ago, and we were talking about that on the way back. And that was a fun story. That was yeah. a fun week. It was it was, it was a, a good it, week. It was an amazing week. It's part yeah. of what Dean and Camp's all about, right? Yeah. Somebody drops the ball somewhere. I mean, yeah, yeah we yeah. we the two the two of us were planning it. Yeah. And I was you know, I was mm-hmm. in charge of getting the speakers and the classes and the other guy was in charge of getting I'm not gonna you know. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, don't charge of in charge of the drop. music. Yeah. And so we show up, I'm like, hey, so mm-hmm. who's leading worship for us? Uh-huh. Goes, yeah. I didn't get anyone. I'm like, oh what? It's not that, see, here's the story that you told me. The story was that he had somebody and they backed out at the last minute. Well, I was, I was being He was kind. trying to give you, you were, a I, sure. Yeah. sure, absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, that was That's so. awesome. Whoever you are, if you watch this, that's awesome. Awesome communication skills. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, we were talking about that and how, how cool it is how God, God works with that. Because yeah. he knew I was going to be there. Oh, yeah. And... You know, he knew that we were gonna click real well, and yeah. and I mean, you know, ever since that day, you know, we've been we've been friends. Oh, yeah. I, he, I'm I'm in his corner yeah. like forever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like every youth pastor ever leads worship in some way from our generation. Yeah, right? like yeah. that was the thing to do: get an acoustic guitar, learn how to play acoustic guitar, apply to church, be like, I want to be a youth pastor. Well, and that's I how you got acoustic that's how you got a girlfriend at Christian College oh, was you played guitar. True story. Yeah. Um, no, so 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 some things that people don't know about Jake, okay, or maybe if if you don't know Jake, don't know Jake's a rapper. Yes. Do you still do that? Not really. <laughs> uh, not not really. I mean, I love it. Yeah. But we were at a point when when I was in college. Yeah. With my roommate Roland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were just having fun. Got to have while, something to do. Right? While everyone else is playing the acoustic guitar, we decided we would rap. You're gonna drop. That's things. where the girls actually yeah. went. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Christian, you know, the uh, yeah. the large population of Christian rappers at yeah. Christian College. But yeah. uh, we <laughs> continued to do stuff and got to a point where we, we were offered a record deal. Okay. And I didn't so know this. It was either stay in full-time ministry or pursue music full-time. 
And you're both in full-time ministry. Right, at yeah. the time. And so we were like, oh, man, this is... That's a tough decision. Yeah, because, I mean, in college, if you would have yeah. asked us, we would have been like, record all day. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and we, I mean, we were really plugged in where we were, so we both prayed about it for about a week, and then we came back, and we both said the same thing. Oh, wow. Like, Well, praise no. God for that, because that could have ruined a friendship. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, and so we both said, look, music is fun, but yeah. we want it to just be a hobby. Yeah. And so we, I mean, we still... Uh, we did a couple like local tours with some Gigs. good friends. Yeah. yeah. No, we did it. We did a couple tours with yeah. um, a guy from Georgia and some guys from Florida. Yeah. Uh, and they've gone on to do really yeah. amazing things. Yeah. Um, they actually work for uh, Disney now. You can name drop. I don't care. Yeah. Does Heath work for yes. for Disney? Does he yes. really? So, so if you if you ever looked up a guy a name Heath McNeese, right? Yeah. He's really cool, and he has these videos, I think, on YouTube. Who wasn't that, I was familiar with before my connection with you, yes, by the way. But he, like, yeah. gets objects from the crowd and, and just has them placed in yeah. front of him and picks up one and raps about it for a bar or two, picks up another one, and, like, and just seamlessly. It's super cool to watch. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. while we were on tour, they would do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys from Free Dabs, Jordan and Isaac, yeah. were from Florida, and Heath from Georgia. Yeah. Uh, and so they would do this as part of their show, and everyone loved it. And so I would always encourage them, like, you should do more of this, more yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so eventually they turned it from being just a rap group to, like, an improv mm-hmm. crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got a gig at Disney. That's awesome. So where they, they perform five nights a week at Disney Springs. That's which is, awesome. For real. was oh, downtown man. Disney. Yeah. Uh, and then Universal contacted them. They wanted them to do a show like that at Universal. Awesome. And so then they hired Heath and some other guys, and now they're touring uh, all over the country doing colleges. And so they have, like, four different teams of guys. That's so cool. That That's go great. all over. Um, That's so cool. Good for them. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I remember... I remember having all of you guys over at that church in Diamond, yeah. like 20 people in the room. Yes. Yep. Yes. That was my only, the only one that I went to of yours. So, <laughs> so not because, not because, uh, not, not for any other reason than just, I wasn't aware of any other. Yeah. yeah. It was at the end of your era. Yep. Right. So yeah, so. we, we did those two tours with those guys and yeah. then Roland and I both kind of focused on full-time ministry uh-huh. and they continue to focus on music and they're doing amazing things. That's yeah. so cool. That's we, so cool. we actually just had them at the back school fest that we did here in Joliet. Oh, really? Oh, really? We brought them in from Florida to do uh-huh. a couple shows. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Jake, I notice, and you probably did too, that there's you've got something on your arm. I got a, a few. A few tattoos. things. So, talk about this. First of all, you've got a sleeve. Um, like, why? Why not? <laughs> I understand. No, but like, like, are there, are there, are, okay, let's, let's go this route. It could be are scanner there, wallpaper. Are there right? special tattoos that, that are like super special to your heart and some that are just like, oh, I did this because I thought it'd be fun or like what? Yes to both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, to go back, I uh, lacked a lot of parental supervision. Yeah. Yeah. And I got my first tattoo at 15. Yeah. What is that? Which is that like is that like a is that like a street tattoo or is that like a um, someone did it? Um, no, yeah, it, okay. It was not the most professionally done tattoo. That's what I'm yeah, asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. At 15, yeah. you know, there's no legit shop that should be tattooing you. Right. So I, I got a tattoo on my hand. My first tattoo. It's like if one, you've had a tattoo, one right. step below getting a face tat. Yes. No. Like that's you, you don't do that. Um, so I got it's so you know those little yellow smiley faces. Yeah. Oh, like, oh 
it was okay. cool when I was Made 15. Made sense now. Yeah. Uh, and so I decided after that, uh-huh. a few years later, like I'm, I'm never gonna get a tattoo that doesn't have some kind of real significance. Yeah. And so um, my first tattoo after that was a Christian tattoo. It was a cross. Okay. Uh, and then everyone since then has told some kind of story. Okay. Uh-huh. So uh, my mother had passed away. Uh, she passed away from a drug overdose. Okay. So did my father. Um, but I got oops, corduroy. Oh, it's a teddy yeah. bear. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's one of my earliest memories of my mother. Yeah. Uh, she would read me that story, and so I went to the the tattoo parlor and. I said, look, here's one of the last times I remember seeing my mom happy. It's actually my bookmark in my Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she had planted a tree for her mother who passed. Mm-hmm. She's holding some balloons. And so the tattoo artist actually like incorporated this early memory yeah. and this, this later memory. How cool. Uh, and so then, so that's like the story of that one. And then every one of them tells like a different story. Um, yeah. So I have like a, a circus scene here, a trapeze artist. Uh, I have the story of the prodigal son here on yeah. my arm. I have. Um, What's the bunny? That's for my wife. Okay. Uh, that's her nickname. Okay. I call her Bunny. And then uh, back there, I got an Oriole. Yeah. Uh, Matthew six twenty six says, "Look at the yeah. birds of the air; they don't sow or reap or sow away in barns, yet your heavenly Father takes yeah. care of them." I'm a worrier and right. a control freak. Yeah. So like, I don't have that because like I have this master. I have that because I'm like. Like, I need that constant reminder right. that I, I don't have this figured out. So so the one that I'm curious about is the one that's not part of your sleeve. What's this? Oh, okay. So I have a, a chess piece. It's uh, a pawn, right? A pawn, yeah. Me and Roland, my, my roommate, or yeah. my old roommate, uh, both have one. Oh, cool. So in chess, there's a move called a gambit. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be a pawn, but usually it's a pawn, where you uh-huh. sacrifice a piece, usually a pawn, for the advantage of the victory. Right. And so uh, we said that we want that to be our ministry philosophy. Oh, that's awesome. Like, God, move me wherever you want me to go. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. And if I need to sacrifice for the kingdom, to yeah. advance the kingdom, yeah. then so be it. That's, that's awesome. Really cool. So that's, I like that. that's that one. Okay. So, and, and I mean, I mean we, we, we could... We do this all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, right. I, could, I could tell you all about yeah. all of them. They all have similar, you know, some kind of yeah. meaning like yeah. that. But I think that's awesome. Like... Uh, if I see someone who has a tattoo and they're like, oh, I just thought it was cool, I'm like, oh, cool, you're going to regret that in a few years. Yeah, yeah. Right. When I see someone who's like, this is the story behind this tattoo, I'm like, that is amazing and I totally understand. Yeah. 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 So, so, okay, what are you doing in your free time? What free time? I'm a pastor. I understand. No, um, I, I like to, I play a lot of disc golf okay. uh, and a lot of board games. Okay. Like, uh, we, a few years back, um, intentionally removed television from our living room wow. dining room area so there's no tv in our living room wow, dining room. yeah uh, we have one television in our house okay <clears throat> and we play a lot of board games we have okay. friends and family over we have our community group over uh and we do a lot of, and so i have like mm. a sick sick yeah. closet of like board games board so what's games. your favorite right now oh my favorite right now it's not my favorite of all time but, but my favorite right now is a game called mysterium okay I've heard uh, it's similar to clue mm-hmm. so you're trying to figure out who uh, like who committed the murder, where right. they did it, and how. Uh-huh. Uh, now, this super conservative Christians might get kind of weirded it's, out by it's this. It's pretty new, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So, uh, one person is dead, and they're giving us visions from the afterlife. Oh, we're, okay. we're holding a seance for them, okay. and so like there are all these like real artsy cards. Yeah. But if you're if you're trying to find like the colonel, 
he might give you a card that has like a sword okay. or a cannon. So you're like, maybe this is him. Maybe it's someone That's, else. So all right, it's not, it, it's, a, it's a really yeah. cool game. I've been I've I've seen that advertised on Facebook because I'm a board game guy yeah. too. Um, I've seen that advertised on Facebook, and I was like, that looks really cool. But it was it was still in pre-release. So I'm not I'm not like an RP like RPG guy. You know, like uh, when we had when we were talking with Mick, he was talking about Dungeons Dragons stuff like that. Like that gets lost on me. Mm-hmm. But this sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I also, and I tell you what, board games are not cheap. No, no, they're not. They're not. <laughs> so you, like you can play Monopoly, and that's cheap, but yeah, board games and like then, how they exist today. Yeah, man. they're not easy to learn. No, no. So like, that game, it's best if you play it. Most of the games, it's best if you play it with someone who knows how to play. Because mm-hmm. like they come with like this thick manual. Yeah, and you're trying to read all the details. Yeah. Where like if you explained it to us. If you already knew how to uh, play, it'd be like 15 minutes. Yeah. Yes. But you're going to spend 45 but minutes reading the manual. Easily. And yeah. you're still not going to get it right. right. So we just got back from lunch. And we went to this place called... Firewater. Firewater. Mm-hmm. It's a barbecue joint. If you're in but Juliet, check it out. It's good. Jake loves food. I mean... I, I don't miss what, a lot of meals. If, if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? This is serious. Like, what's your death row meal? Oh. Yeah. That's what I say. Okay. Like, that's so what's I, your last meal? French toast. Oh. Really? Like, like a fat stack of French toast. I wouldn't have gone there, but I get and, it. And, yeah. like, I put peanut butter on it. Yes. Ooh. And then syrup. Yes. Oh, yeah. Have you ever tried great. applesauce with the peanut butter and Applesauce. Syrup? No. Here's the thing. If it's cold, like, it adds that. Hot it, and cold together mm-hmm. is good. I love peanut butter, applesauce, and syrup on my pancakes. I've never done it, but it sounds all right. Yeah. I love it. I love French toast. I it's, like, it's I'm like sure. my favorite meal. I love French toast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my wife is not a breakfast person. Mine neither. So, like, she, she's not up yeah. for breakfast. Yeah. And she doesn't like making breakfast. Yeah. I'm like, it's my favorite. It's so, like, my favorite meal. For, for my birthday every year, she's like, what do you want? I'm like, I want French toast. Yeah. Like, I, I, you want I the printer. I want all the French toast. Yeah. Like uh-huh. Ron Swanson, when yeah, he watched yeah. it, he I don't like, think you understand. He's like, I want all your, I want all the French toast. Make a whole loaf of it. What, yeah. what you heard is, I want a, I want a lot. lot of French toast. What I mean is, bring me all, all of, of your French toast. Every yes. slice of bread yes. that we have in the house, Absolutely. make it. <laughs> so, Absolutely. I'll be so, eating it for days. So, so my wife is also not a breakfast person, and so I'm like, I want to go out for breakfast. She's like, can we wait until they start serving lunch? <laughs> you want to. That's fine. Sure. This is great. I know, it's right? It's the best like, meal. It's, it's good for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. My, so last night was my three-year-old son's birthday. He turned three last night. Yes, well, yeah, last night, I guess, because he was born in the night. Anyway, so um, we asked him, what do you want for supper? And he said, breakfast. Sold. Sold. Pancakes. You are my new favorite. Pan- yeah, pancakes, eggs, bacon, hash browns. Mm-hmm. There you, you go. that kid good. up with breakfast. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So... Um, you know, you, you work here at Crossroads and, you know, I'm sure you deal with some crazy stuff. Um, and, and therefore when you deal with crazy things, you have to process and, and work through things. Where do you go? What do you do? Who do you talk to when you have like, when, when you need help with something? Uh, good question. Um. So when I'm just processing something, I, I mean, I got, I 
I said before, I got two dogs, so I walk them. Frequently. I go and talk to my dogs. So you know, I, I mean, I'll, I'll take my dogs on on a long walk. I, I'm I like being outside okay. anyway. So if I need to process something, I'll go on a long walk with the dogs and just think through it. If I need to call someone, uh, usually uh, it's one of my college professors. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one of the great things about going to a smaller Christian yeah. college is you. I mean, you build these deep relationships yeah. with professors who really care about you yeah. uh, and, and not just while you're there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I've stayed connected to a handful of professors. Yeah. I graduated long time ago. Yeah. A few years ago. Long time. Um, and so Mike Nichols, he was our okay. missions professor there. He also did our, our marriage, our premarital counseling. Oh wow. And so like probably about once a year, my wife and I will meet up, we'll meet kind of halfway between here and there, yeah. have dinner with him. And so he's usually the guy I call or text. Yeah. Uh, about ministry life stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, you met your wife in college. I met her before college. Oh. Uh, I met at Maple Lawn. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, she would say no. She would say we met from uh, through friends. Okay. But I only knew those friends because I started going to Maple Lawn. Okay. So I directly connect her to the uh-huh. youth group. You came to Jesus. You got saved, and you got a wife. Yeah. I got, and I, a career. Yeah. Why? Look at this. Go to church. That's right. That's right. Good things happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and so, you guys got married in college. Yes. How old were you? Uh, Twenty-one. Okay. So we started dating when we were seventeen. Okay. And then we got married at twenty. So you were anything good lately? Well, uh, everybody always. I read yeah. that recently. Uh, that's really good. Um, Christian-wise, or are you just in general? In general. Um, yeah, we don't care about it. Okay. It's not a leader's podcast. I, I'm, I'm reading this book called Doomed okay. um, by Chuck Palahniuk, okay. uh, the guy who wrote Fight Club. Okay. okay. He's oh, my, nice. He's one of my favorite authors. Nice. But his stuff is really, really dark. Fight Club is one of my top movies of all time. It's amazing. It's yeah. like that. I don't condone watching it. No. But you should no. watch it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the book is even better. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I love all of this stuff. But it it, yeah. it is like dark and satirical, yeah, yeah. and it's definitely not a Christian. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the book is um, this girl, uh, she dies. Yeah, spoilers, uh, and she's writing from the afterlife. Okay, uh, she went to hell. Okay, so she dies in the beginning, so it's right. really no spoilers. Right, right. right. Um, but she uh, came back and told this lie to her parents. Her parents oh, wow. were like super famous. Uh, that like there's a surefire way to get to heaven. Oh wow! Uh, and it's like lie, cheat, swear, like just be the most vul. And so they start this whole cult around what she said, and she was just like from the afterlife messing with her parents. And so she's writing like this blog from the afterlife. That's a jerk move, right? That there. is a jerk so, move. So and, like at the part I'm at in the book, right? Now, I'm almost done with it. Uh, so this person dies, and they see her. And they're like, oh, our savior. And the devil is like taking them. She's like. Are you going to explain uh-huh. what you got them into? She's like, she like backs down and cowers and avoids it. Yeah. So like she's basically sending all these people to hell. Wow. Um, wow. Because she's a filthy liar. So, um, which is almost like a, that's almost a Christian book. I mean, you know, really. Right. Right. So Almost. I, I would but be, not. Yeah, it's like the opposite. I would be really curious. So I don't like reading fiction. 
Um, I don't know why. I just, I, I've never been a person who can picture it when I read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would be really curious though. I've wondered about audiobooks if I could listen to a book and picture it. Mm-hmm. See that, and that's the way I do, especially fiction. Uh-huh. Is audiobooks. And driving long distances and stuff is what we do. If yeah. if I do an audiobook, it's usually I do fiction. Because like, I, I run the same way. I don't read a ton of fiction. Uh, usually it's like if I'm going on vacation or I have time off, mm-hmm. I'll pick up a fiction book. Yeah. Cause, like that's my way of like, because I, I feel like I, I read a lot of like leadership, church ton, stuff. Yeah. And it's it's all great stuff. But it's work. Right. And it, it almost feels like, okay. This is for work, so I can kind of justify carving yeah. out, you know, 30 minutes or an hour a day to, yeah. to do some reading. Uh, so I do a lot more of that kind of reading. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I feel like it's harder for me to carve out time to just read a book, mm-hmm. a fictional book for fun. Uh, so usually when I do, it's yeah, it's when I go on vacation or something. So I read yeah. like 200 pages of it when I was on vacation, so I'm not quite finished with it. Wow. You have to check this out. I'm gonna have to get the audio of it. And see. But yeah, an audio book is. I listen to mostly podcasts. But if I was yeah. going to do an audio book, it would be a fiction. Oh, like, because yeah. I feel like if it's it's like leadership stuff or like content, you're gonna want to underline. Like, yeah. oh, you know, you're driving. Oh man, that's really good. Like, how do yeah. I how do I write that down? How do I, how do I remember yeah, this? How that's do I fair. This? No, I still I like I read I I listen to everybody always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I liked it a lot. Um, but my brain just processes things that way, and a lot of things that I I listen to I can store away. I buy I buy leadership books, church books. I buy them on Kindle so that I can search term them later. Um, and yeah, that's smart. Yeah. yeah, I learned that when I did my master's program. I bought all of my textbooks on Kindle because then when you have to write a paper, I can search term my textbook. There's all my quotes. That's yeah. smart. <laughs> Yep. Well, thank you so much for being on here. Yeah, man, that was fun. We yeah. uh, we really do appreciate getting together and hope everything go- continues to go well for you guys. You've been really blessed here lately, so yeah. that's awesome. So listen, you please like, share, uh, subscribe, and comment. If you comment, and if you want uh, to be a part of something that we're doing, this thing that we're doing yeah. uh, with the Hangover, man, give us uh, a, a shout. Contact us. Our our information should be below. And uh, yeah, pray for us. We'll be praying for you. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Worship Hangover. We have a lot of content with several ministers in diverse roles from congregations of all sizes. If you want to be on an episode, send us an email to the address found in the description of the episode. Also, please help us out by leaving us a positive review on iTunes and even sharing this with one friend. Every positive review and every share helps us more than you can realize. That's all for this week. So until our next episode drops, pray for us and know that we are praying for you.